Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycasts. You are listening to Morning Glory with Maddie, Ben and Gabe. Guys, it was a little bit windy on Monday night, was it not? I didn't feel it. I oh, thought it was feel calm as a cucumber. It was. It oh, was no, w- that's cool as a cucumber. Cool as a cucumber. <laughs> no, Rubbish that so one. Windy. It was so windy. It was crazy. Yeah. I was hearing things clanging and banging. But you know what? There was something even worse happening in Richmond. There was. There was yeah. a, a crane got into a little bit of trouble. Yeah, off it, Bridge Road, wasn't it? It was, yeah, just off Bridge Road in Richmond. And see, the thing is, is like... I think about 300 people had to evacuate out of their homes and were out of their homes for two nights. And it's a huge thing. That's a lot of people who have been evacuated. Uh, Bridge Road has been sectioned off for like two days. It's massive. And the thing is, the reason is because a crane got a little bit bent out of shape. Yeah, right. right? Which you couldn't help. I mean, it could it could happen to anyone. No, it couldn't. The guy who <laughs> operates the train, it's his fault. It's his and his only. Because well, yeah, what happened, Gabe? Because like, what, do you need a manual to run a crane? Like, uh, how does one run a crane. I'm sure you need some kind of degree. What, I mean, it what do you reckon happened? It can't be easy, but it has to be the worst job in the world. I mean, it does. I mean, he's in a crane by himself all day, dangling like 40 feet above the city. Glass box. There's no toilet in there. Like, mm. once you're in there, you're in there for the How day. How would you go to the bathroom? Well, do you reckon they have like a funnel? A funnel. <laughs> that's a very long funnel. <laughs> a big long funnel. Well, yeah, but a funnel all the same. A funnel that goes 40 feet down. <laughs> so what's at the bottom of this funnel. <laughs> Who's collecting the weeds? Oh, this is getting Well, I mean, what time is it? Can we talk about it? No, uh... we can't talk about it. I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> so basically, it's this one guy, he is to blame because he didn't put the crane in the upright position before he went off for the rest of the day. So he's got the worst job in the world. He's in this crane. He needs to pee. It's 4.30. He's got like an hour left of his shift. He just has to get through it, busting to pee, counting down the time, counting down. Finally, he gets to 5.30. He's like, this is it. I'm going home. I'm having a beer, right? So he needs to pee, he races down the crane, he puts the crane not correctly away, goes home, goes to the toilet, gets on the couch, has a beer, ah, best day ever, turns on the news, <laughs> uh-oh, only to find out, he stuffed it. <laughs> he's like, that would have been, like, because he wouldn't have known until he turned the news on. Right. All of a sudden, he's not getting a job anywhere. It's a bit of a I Homer mean, Simpson moment, isn't it? A bit of a dull uh, yeah. moment. Yeah. I don't think this guy's going to get another job very easily. No. no, well, not if people listen to our podcast and hear what you You've yeah. just gone well, and dispelled that poor person. <laughs> it's not only you, mate. It takes a whole village to build a town. No, no? it's just... I'm it's not doing very well with these. Gabe, <laughs> I'm actually loving... Um, <laughs> I'm loving that story. I think um, it's. I'm glad that that everyone is safe. Yeah. I think they're actually still. They're still fixing it. They're actually still trying to get it down with another crane. Ironically, yeah. another crane to move it away. I think they're going to. People have... are still evacuated. Yeah. Yeah. They've been out of their homes for two days. So we should say on a serious note, we're glad everyone's safe. Yeah. Yeah. Worst mm. ever. My bad. Should have read the oh, manual yeah, right. though. Joy. Someone's put their foot in it. Ooh. Really put their foot in it. Their foot, their again, leg, their pelvis again. If, again. Like, uh, it wasn't bad enough what she did. She's gone even worse. Roseanne. Oh, Roseanne Barr. Oh, Roseanne, Roseanne, Roseanne. Roseanne obviously got into trouble, I think it was like a month ago when she posted a pretty bad tweet where mm-hmm. she, she basically said that white Muslim brotherhood and planet of the apes had a baby equals VJ, which stands for 
Valerie Jarrett. And Valerie Jarrett was a, a senior advisor to Barack Obama when he was in the White House. Mm-hmm. Super racist, boo. super out of line. Yeah, boo. Boo, Roseanne. So she's been kind of out of the, the spotlight for a while. They took her show away. Well, they took her show away. They definitely did. Good they job. They definitely did. And well so done, she's ABC. basically come out now and sort of had her say. Yeah. You know, just sort of set the record straight. Okay, Roseanne, <laughs> what have you got to say? Roseanne has basically said that ABC, which was the network that had Roseanne, didn't give her a chance to explain herself and that she thought Valerie Jarrett was white. Ah, that makes it all okay. Makes it super forgivable, doesn't it? So it wasn't racist, it was just in very poor taste. (laughs) No, it's... It's still racist. It's It's still racist. So they took her show. Bad, poor excuse. Yeah. Very poor excuse. I think this kind of, yeah, reminds me of something, guys. I want to set the record straight. I thought the cop was a prostitute. It's a little bit like that, don't you think? (laughs) Oh, Homer. And it's okay, mate. Yeah, you did think that the cop was a prostitute and that makes it okay. <laughs> she basically said, though, that um, before she'd, she'd explained herself to the ABC network that she wanted to go on every news media outlet and explain herself mm-hmm. within 40 minutes before she was allowed to do that, they cancelled her show. And she pretty much said that the answer is simple, that because she voted for Donald Trump, that's not allowed in Hollywood. Do you think it's about Trump, guys? No, I think she's just mental. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just, no, Roseanne, racism isn't right and that's all there is to it. Not in Hollywood. Hollywood, not anywhere. Yeah. There's no right place for racism, is there? No. Can you think of one? No, there's none. There's, there's none. absolutely Where's our little crickets oh, sound? Yeah, <laughs> we too do need that. Everyone should, I'm not saying it's the greatest thing of the world that they should check out, but they should check out Roseanne's um, interview online because it's pretty weird and wacky. She has just gone full mental. Yeah. Never go full mental. I just Never. think, I actually was a really big fan of the, the new show and I loved the old show, but I think someone like Roseanne, who's a little bit too out there, bringing her back, I just don't think she was right for our times, you know? Yeah. Well, some people aren't moving with the times. Yeah. We've got Roseanne Barr, we've got Barry Humphreys. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. They're just stuck in the past. They're yeah. old voices. Yeah. We had enough. Old mate that groped the waitress. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. Hey, you we're going to talk about that soon as well. There's all sorts of things. <laughs> but what I would say is, um, yeah, just uh, don't assume that the uh, the colour of someone's skin on the outside matches their culture on the inside. That's coming from a fair-skinned black fellow myself, and I've been stuck in many conversations where people have sort of said terrible things about my mob, and uh, when I've picked them up on it they're like oh i thought you were white it's okay uh, oh, it's never okay it's never it's okay joy guys the sun's coming up isn't that beautiful a beautiful sight it's, it's stunning but also <laughs> yeah vampires don't it's look in my at eyes. Us. i can't i can't look into gabe's beautiful eyes whilst the sun is backlighting her as on account okay. of it's too glary so you're just seeing a silhouette yeah like a hot silhouette like a hot, <laughs> the shadow <laughs> It's <laughs> ominous and it's lurking. I'm like, who is it? What is it? Pity you can't see me because I look pretty good today. <laughs> oh, with, you, with your glasses. I do, with my yeah, glasses. you do. I'm smart like that now. You are very smart. I have got... I have. As soon as I got glasses, about three days later, I did my first Excel spreadsheet. So <laughs> I, I honestly think that they helped me be smarter. Gabe's yeah. off to college, everyone. <laughs> I was going to ask, and I'm sure you guys might have covered this already, but um, do people automatically assume that you are smarter and start to ask you things or does it give you authority? Because I faked a um, eye test once upon a time just so that I could get glasses <laughs> rather than just going and getting like 
frames with with yeah, yeah, prescriptions yeah. in them. But do people find you? Do you feel smarter? Find you smarter? Assume you have more authority? I don't think so. I don't think anyone's <laughs> assuming I have any authority. But these are just a reading glasses. I just wear them at home. I don't have to wear them driving or out and about. So yeah, basically. I reckon you just wink at people like I went to Harvard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Download the Joy ninety four point nine smartphone app today. See joy.org.au. The sun has started to really shine in here. I just close the blinds, guys. Yeah, you little vampire. You're gonna like bite our necks off after this. Oh, you wish. Uh, <laughs> but got, maybe I'll just get the vacuum maybe. cleaner on my neck to pretend like you did. <laughs> <laughs> guys, um, <laughs> the vacuum cleaner never calls you back though. <laughs> <laughs> I said don't disturb me while I'm cleaning my room. <laughs> Hey, there was a woman in Savannah, Georgia last week. Her name was Amelia Holden, and she became a champion for not only women, but retail workers around the world. Because there was CCTV footage that came out yes. of a man walking um, beside her. She was a waitress, mm-hmm. and he groped her, gave her a little touch. Touch her butt. Touch her feel. No, gross. Did she take that? She did no. not. <laughs> what did she do? <laughs> she grabbed him around the neck and ripped him to the ground. And she was small, and he was like a pretty well-built guy and she put him on the ground faster than you can say that was really slow so it all happened in slow motion <laughs> I tell you what she did she was holding the man she was Amelia holding the man down she smacked him into a wall yeah Yes. Yeah. Just like that. Just like that. Where's our Xena? Like, <laughs> she was <laughs> not taking that. it. Let me tell you. Oh. I just watched that bloody clip and I could watch it a thousand more times. She pulled that man into the wall. And what I love so much about this is that the man that groped her, he actually got arrested. They I- detained him at the restaurant and he got arrested and charged with sexual battery. That is so good. I didn't. So good. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, she threw him into the wall and then told her staff to call the police. Yeah. And then yeah. when they saw the CCTV footage, listen, buddy, you don't mess with them. You go, girl. Yeah. <laughs> so on that note, it got me to thinking because I think a lot of people that work in retail, they've got to deal with a lot. They do. You know? And do you know what the problem is? Yeah. We're always told the customer is always right. Oh, boo, boo, boo. It's They're not never true. right, Gabe. It's it's not, never right <laughs> to touch girls on the butt. You should not do that unless you have their uh, permission. Then <laughs> Consent. <you can. laughs> Consent? That's I mean, a hot word at the moment, isn't had, it? <laughs> have you guys ever had anything sort of happen in your years working in retail? Well, nobody's... What's like the worst thing? Well, no, not being groped. But yeah. like, <laughs> when have you, have you ever had something where a customer's just really got under your graph? So many many times but yeah. when I'm in re- working retail behind the counter I actually feel like I can't actually stand up for myself because I know there's my boss watching over me and you just got to placate the customer so one time I was in Woolworths and I saw a customer make a lady cry there one of the sales assistants so because I wasn't working I just strutted up to this guy I tapped him on the shoulder he spun around to see me and I didn't swear I didn't lose my temper I just said to him mate you've just made that lady cry so I hope you have a really great day and he started swearing at me and like abusing me and I just walked off and as those sliding doors opened I turned around one last time popped the finger and keep walking it it was so good it was so nice to be able to stand up for for a a retail worker and uh, give it to the customer I love passive aggressive (laughs) assertion (laughs) that's what you've done there
I, I just, um, while we were talking about this, I thought of one really, really quick one. My mum is a manager of like a discount store yeah. and she'd been having a really, really crappy day. And then this guy came in and he wandered around the hardware section for a really long time. Yeah. And then he was sort of scoping the registers and walking back to the hardware section. And she's watching him and he picks up this, um, it was when you could buy like mini axes. Mm. And so then he picks yeah. up a mini axe and he's walking back and forth and my mum's watching him. And then all of a sudden he's sort of watching the register, watching the staff, watching the register, watching the staff. And she just says, Oi! And he's like, what? She says, if you're going to rob the place, at least bring your own weapon. <laughs> now get out! And he I probably was that. like, ah! and, and left. <laughs> like my mum, just zero, zero Fs I given. I love that. Yeah, that's good because he wasn't, he wasn't. We, he was, we salute your mum yes. in that moment. Good call. I had a woman once that, I mean, I've heard it all. I work in a very, um, very busy city store. I yeah. had a woman once walk up to me. It was during like Christmas time. And she goes, excuse me. I'm like, yes, how can I help you? And she was like, is there a register open within a one kilometre radius? I'm like, sure, there's one just right over here. I'll escort you over. And I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to kill you, you, you know what. Anyway, she thought she'd just like really rip the, you know, what out of me. She goes, I'll tell you why nobody's going to retail stores anymore. It's because there's nobody on the floor to serve you. There's some feedback for you. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> anyway, so I'm escorting her over to the register and I'm like, how can I get this woman back? Where, where can where can we be even? Yeah, yeah. So there was another person waiting at the register before her. And normally in these circumstances, when you have someone that's a little bit, you know, in a kerfuffle, mm-hmm. you normally try to help them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Anyway, so I served the first person waiting. I said, next, please. Oh, you got her. That woman just stormed off. Oh, I got her. And I just went, yes. <laughs> Joy. Welcome. Andy Ballack. Hello. To Morning Glory. Hi. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Uh, oh, yes. <laughs> oh, I need that sound effect every time I walk into a room. Thanks. We're so happy to have you. I'm happy to be here. And uh, we brought you in because you're doing a show this evening. Tonight, yes. What's the show? Tell us all about it. So the show is a show I've been doing for a couple of months now. It's called Piece of Script mm-hmm. and it's nuts. The yep. whole concept is that me and the audience create a live stage show from scratch in 45 minutes and then it gets performed for 10. And I mean like a whole set, like sets, props, costumes, sound effects, lighting, uh, dialogue. From from nothing, we create a whole show and then we perform it. So it's like choose your own adventure. Yeah, it's like the nth degree. Is it just you or do you have an ensemble? (laughs) It's just me! (laughs) So dumb! Um, Why am I doing this? Um, Yeah, so it's just just me on stage. I have two beautiful, very capable assistants, Tommy Minimus and Tim Quabba on sound and lights. And so they, as we are creating the show, I will like yell out to them and be like, all right, cool, so I need this kind of sound effect. I'm going to need like, this is like a a theme song. The very first uh, show that we did was a gay rom-com set in the Bundaberg Brewery of far north Queensland. Oh. Um, and so, like, as soon as, like, we ha- we had the setting, I turned to them and I'm like, I'm going to need, when you say nothing at all about Ronan Keating, uh, just queued up. And so, like, they know there's going to be, like, a romantic song that sort of plays at the end yeah. because we already, we knew that it was going to be a rom-com and stuff like that. So, and then the next show was, like, a MasterChef bake-off set in a space prison with, like, an evil Liza Minnelli. Then it's nuts. <laughs> so Can stupid. you give me your evil Liza impersonation. <laughs> I actually didn't have to play what? Liza Minnelli for this, but um, 
But my last, my last of Nelly. Um, oh, it's so wonderful to be here. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Life is a cabaret. You know, my mama always used to say. Anyway, that's it. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> that was great. And it's not. I have to say, it's not even my impersonation of Liza Minnelli. It's my impersonation of Trevor Ashley impersonating yes. Liza Minnelli. <laughs> Did you ever see that thing in Ab Fab where they imitated her, where it's like um, she goes, she's like a swinging monkey going from tree to tree, going, hello, oh how are you? Hello, how are you? Clinging on to person to person. <laughs> no, 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 I never saw that. And yeah. do you, you've got a podcast out at the moment as well. That's it's called correct. Share and Retweet. Yes. It's super cool. It's the best concept of all time. It's so stupid. Everything I do is stupid. No, but I think this I think this is like the best podcast idea of all time because I love Cher and I follow Cher's tweets. Yeah, right. So I love hearing what she has to say because she just really goes for it. Oh, yeah. How did this podcast come about? So a beautiful human called Dan Gregg got in contact with me and said, hey, would you like to come and host a podcast? And I went, yes. And so I went in for a meeting with him and I pitched him a couple of ideas. He pitched me some ideas. And one of the ideas that he pitched me was, um, what about a a podcast that just looks at Cher's Twitter feed. And I was like, well, that's that's the dumbest thing I could imagine doing. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> um, it's stupid. I like it. Yeah, it's so dumb. So, yeah, so it's my uh, one of my best mates, Justin Porter, and myself sit down for like about an hour every week and look at Cher's Twitter feed. I've got to say like <laughs> maybe 50% of the podcast is about Cher's Twitter feed. Or like not even that. It's like 20% is about Cher. Yeah. Mm. The, like... 30% is about the replies uh-huh. yeah. uh, to all of her stuff because she has some fans. Wow. I actually, I was, I, first of all, I wanted to ask you what your favourite share tweet was, but since you've mentioned that, uh, she a cu- had a reply a to someone. And this was my going to be my favourite share tweet, but it's a reply because a Trump supporter said something to share. So uh. share said, look, swipe. I employ a hundred <laughs> of the greatest people ever. F you, what are you doing about jobs for deserving and amazing people? Yeah. I mean, just calling someone an arsewipe is just amazing. <laughs> and oh, she does not hold back. And it's like, it's very definitely Cher yeah. tweeting. It's not anyone else because there are spelling mistakes. She, like, she will tweet. My favourite tweet is either, is it 29? Question mark. Is that just is that? That's the whole tweet <laughs> with no reference to anything else. Perfect. Or my, I think my number one favourite is just, um, sorry, wrong phone co. We'll try to resend later. Okay. <laughs> it's, just, it's that thing she, of like when your mum goes on social media or something and it just makes no sense. Yeah. But she share things. Do you, when you I are talking sleep. about Cher's tweets, do you impersonate Cher as you read them? No. Can you? Now, uh, <laughs> I can't dance, monkey. I can't impersonate her talking. I can sort of impersonate her singing. Do yeah, it. Okay, um, go. Uh, all right. Uh, what am I going to say? Oh, does she love me? I want to know. That's like as good as I can go. That's shit. That's great. <laughs> Welcome sure, to Burlesque. That's it. That's, That's actually uh, pretty good. When I drink, I every song is a share song for me. Uh, yeah, sure. And I sort of swallow because she swallows her words as they come out. That's how she. Yeah. Stops well, she's them. A, she's a contralto. So yeah, I know things now about Cher. Like that's her like vocal range. Yeah. She sounds very similar. Tony, um, Celine Dion, Cher, and if you remember, Tony Childs all have a very similar ah. voice. Like Cher sounds a bit like Celine Dion, sounds a bit like Tony Childs. It's funny with yeah. um, 
and Cher, because Cher has said that she doesn't actually really like her voice. She does now, but it took her many years yeah, right. to actually accept that she had a great voice. She never thought she really had it. There you go. I mean, there's She's a million trillion guests out there to like, no, honey, you got it, you got it, you got it, girl, <laughs> you're you got doing it. fine. Also, she's 72. I yeah. know. She's yes, super. she's amazing. <laughs> she's a cockroach in a very expensive human hair wig. <laughs> Yeah. You know, you get that joke. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I just wanted to ask, where can people find the podcast? The Sharon po- Retweet. The Sharon Retweet is on anywhere that you uh, listen to podcasts. So it's on Apple, it's on Spotify, it's on Gigimo. Cool. <laughs> That's a place I made up. <laughs> <laughs> if you can find Gigimo, <laughs> great. <laughs> I really want you to hang around because we're, we're talking to. about, well, please. <laughs> he has He's seven more anywhere. interviews. Uh, I want to ask you, this is I think we need to get Andy's feedback on uh, maybe when he got sassy with oh, a great smile. Yes. Oh, yeah. Joy. We had a story earlier because there was a huge story last week about the woman that basically beat the crap out of a guy in a restaurant who groped, who groped her. her. Yeah. Mm. And it's a massive victory, not only for, for women, but also just retail workers. Because, yeah. come on, we all want to come and give a little cheeky slap maybe to someone that annoys us or yeah. maybe say that swear word we can't say to them. You're not allowed to do that when you're, you're working retail. You're not allowed to. Andy, I would like to know, <laughs> if you've ever gotten sassy... Yeah, well, I spent like ever? a billion years working in hospitality and... One day in particular, I uh, was uh, being a barista with uh, my friend Craig and it was at a very, very busy cafe, like literally like hundreds of people. There was queues around the door and we had like just like hundreds of coffee dockets on the machine and this massive reel of coffee dockets like spewing out. It just, we like at the end we made like something ridiculous like $15,000 on coffee Mm. alone just that day. Like, it was dumb. Uh, And uh, halfway through the day, this woman stormed through the crowd and just stormed straight up to me and said, "Uh, uh, where's my coffee? And I just went, what? And she went, where's my coffee? I went, what what coffee did you order? And she went, soy, flat white, two sugars. And I, like, looked through it and it was like, it wasn't on top of the coffee machine. It wasn't... And I realised it was, like, so far down the queue. And and I went, oh, it's over here. We've got all these coffees to make for you to begin with. And she went, well, can you hurry up? And I thought it was underneath my breath. But I said, why don't you go lick my... And <laughs> that was perfect timing. <laughs> and then what happened? Uh, and she looked at me and went, I'm sorry, what did you say? And I realised that I <laughs> was in a spot where I just had to stare at her and repeat it. And I just looked at her and I went, why don't you go lick my... Uh, and she went, oh, and stormed out. And then wow. I went, well, that's one less coffee we have to make. On Yay. with the show. That's yeah. really um. <laughs> Not all heroes wear capes. <laughs> <laughs> but I do wear a cape occasionally. <laughs> of course you do. Yeah. It is pretty crazy because people get really fired up, especially when money's involved. Like, Oh, yeah, $3.80 is really good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I once so had a customer stupid. insinuate that I was tampering with evidence because I removed a sale tag off a garment that wasn't on sale. I mean, I did get a little bit sassy. I was like, look, it's it's actually not on sale. This is but the wrong sticker. But was the sale? Nah. So if I actually the kind of, on there. I might have really bitchily pulled the sticker off and in front of them just chucked it in the bin. Oh, <laughs> you were having But a- am I tampering with evidence? I mean, what is this? Like, are you going to report me to FBI or something? <laughs> 
I don't know. In that case, Ben, I think that the customer was very much right. That was the price tag well, on it. My manager came and supported me and uh, we actually won that situation. <laughs> we won. It went you to court. You know my thing is the thing where if it doesn't scan and they're like, oh, it must be free. Oh, God. Ah. Oh, and that then, is not how things work. Yeah. I'd like to put this on savings. More like spendings. Uh, am I right? Uh, I hate that one. <laughs> I'm going to harpoon you in the face, <laughs> Maureen. <laughs> I do love to when, um, I don't know if you ever see this maybe at checkouts and stuff, but people People very commonly misread signage and obviously in stores like the signage is made to confuse you so you you know you buy it in the end but I do love when people don't read signs correctly and then they abuse the you know what out of a store member because they've just not read the sign it's like mm-hmm. oh I saw 30% off on the ground floor I'm now on the seventh floor though <laughs> so I saw that on ground so does that mean like you know these computers are 30% off mm-hmm. or something do you get what I'm saying yeah, I get yeah. it yeah get it's a very big people issue. are the worst kind of humans people are terrible <laughs> listening to a Joycast from Joy 94.9.